Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Good evening, good morning, good afternoon, wherever you may be, and welcome to the MMA Shower, sponsored by Hatton James Legal. Please go to hattonjameslegal.co.uk for all your employment law uh, details and needs. Uh, the podcast, podcast can also be heard on SRB Media, that's SRB Media, and there's a variety of other podcasts in there from football, soccer, to music, to uh, speedway racing, Pretty much anything uh, of interest to you. In this month's episode, we'll be previewing UFC 271. Uh, that's UFC 271, and that's Adesanya versus Whitaker 2. Uh, they had quite a good uh, good battle uh, a couple of years ago, and uh, it's good to see Whitaker rising to the uh, to the top and getting a chance, uh, a second bite of the cherry, uh, to uh, contact the show. You can email the show on the MMA Show Seven, the MMA Show Seven at gmail.com. That's the MMA Show Seven at gmail.com. Twitter handle handle is at MMA Shower, and the Facebook uh, page is Let's Talk MMA. Let's Talk MMA. So it's always good to get your comments, feedback, and uh, questions. And in this month's episode, if we have time, uh, we'll go through a, a couple of questions. Uh, from uh, from uh, the uh, fans and the audience. So uh, yeah, so this podcast is going to preview UFC two seven one, and we're also going to talk about some of the other news around the MMA world in general, and uh, hopefully get some views on that as well. And uh, to introduce the uh, the guest uh, on the podcast, he's he's a regular uh, co-host, and it's. Uh, Matthew Penny from Purely MMA. Matthew, how are you? All good, mate. Pleasure to be back. Uh, good to see you back and, and podcasting. It's been a it's been a little while now, so uh, looking forward to breaking down this card with you. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's good to have you back, and uh, always interested in your on your take on things. And uh, UFC two seven one. It's uh, it's a pretty uh, you know it's got a lot of depth to the card itself. Um, but we're going to focus on the three uh, fights from the uh, main event, uh, which is uh, Gerard Connier, Derek Brunson, um, ranked number three, Gerard, and uh, Derek is ranked number four. So uh, you could say that depends how the fight goes. It's all it's always depending, you know, who is who is the most impressive. If you knock someone out clean or submit them. You could be shot into uh, sort of the next contender for the title. Um, no guarantees. This is a promotion, and we all know that you know the UFC, Dana, whatever. Some decisions are made, and you sort of scratch your head and, th- and you think, "Well, why was that made?" But uh, and then we've got who's always uh, good for a laugh is Derek Lewis and uh, and 
you know, equivalently good for a laugh is Tuivasa, especially if you like to drink beer from your shoe, which I don't, but some people do in Australia, looks like it. Um, shoey. Even Australians hate that. A lot of Australians I've spoken to have gone, they've, they absolutely hate that. Ah, <laughs> there you go. It just must be a select few. And then obviously the main event is Adesanya, which I think it's, is it third or fourth defence for him, this middleweight? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, somewhere around there. Um, so, you know, he's um, he's sort of etching out a bit of a, shall we say, legend status, but a uh, few more fights to go for that. And um, and Whitaker, who was, uh, you know, he was obviously champion a couple of years ago and uh, he, he lost to uh, Adesanya. So, um, yeah, so let's start with uh, Gerard versus Derek. And... I think uh, Gerard about um, two years ago he he knocked out a couple of people. Hermeson comes to mind, and he he sort of gained a lot of um, uh, popularity popularity and presence and uh, sort of momentum. And then maybe a year before that, or two years before that, Brunson had a similar run. I think he was he knocked out a few people in a row, and but I think. But, uh, yeah, Whittaker knocked out Brunson and then he sort of went on a bit of a slide, but he's come back. But, uh, yeah, just uh, talk about maybe the position of the fighters, as you see, and then obviously the, the skill sets as well. You know, the middleweight division, it's for the past many years, it's just been the same sort of guys all beating each other and desperately trying to scrap together a, some sort of win record, you know. Uh, and going for the title, obviously, they've all, like Brunson, Alessandra, Whitaker, we could all put them in the very similar category. They're all sort of very, very top elite fighters, but they're all just trying to scrap to get some sort of uh, winning record and winning the streak together. Obviously, Brunson's coming into this, showing a lot more uh, sort of completeness to his game, I think. Mm-hmm. You know, the past, he's on five wins now in a row. We've seen decisions, submissions, and knockouts in that. Before he used to have just rely on one thing, but now he's sort of brought it all together. So I, I think this probably would be the fight to go for Adesanya. But like Brunson, if you look at his last few losses, it is against those top two guys. You know, it's, it is Adesanya, and he had lost to Whitaker a, a couple of years before that. Yeah. So it it should be a really interesting fight. Um, Brunson probably be going in as favourite. They're both very similar aged guys. They're both they've both got the power there, and both like very similar records. Brunson's got a lot more fights under his belt, but again, they've all lost to the sort of same similar type of guys. They've all got very similar mm. um, records and ratios in there. So yeah, it should be good. It should be a nice little taster to the top two fights on the card. Yeah, and you're right. They they sort of um, in terms of stepping up levels, and obviously this this is all about levels. That um, they seem to have reached a, a level, and uh, you know, let's call it them as as top top contenders. And then there's elite, and then when they get to that elite level, they, um, they've sort of fallen short a bit. But uh, yeah, it, it is that, and it's just. It's 
I could, you could probably mention other guys in the division who have done that. They all sort of beat each other. Mm-hmm. They all get this decent record going, and then they come up against Whitaker or Adesanya, and nice, most of them lose. So it's uh, it, it's a it's a tough one, and it's gonna it's a bit like what light heavyweight was when John Jones was 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 champ, and mm. everybody in the light heavyweight division would beat each other, then come up against Jones and lose. Mm. It takes somebody just to step up and shock the world a little bit, a bit like uh, Blachowicz did, and mm. he's now putting together his own little elite record. But yeah, it's middleweight fights always good, good, good watches. They always, I always like the weight. It's always you know, heavyweights are usually a bit sluggish, and mm. the lightweights are a little bit more quicker and gung ho. It's kind of right in the middle there. You got a bit of both worlds. Yeah, yeah, and uh, and I think. Um, in in terms of um, this is just obviously my assumption. Do you think if one of these guys has an impressive win, they could be a a contender to face Whitaker or Adesanya? If if Brunson wins on a five win streak, that, so if he extends that to six mm. and it's an impressive win, if it's if it's a decision, no, if it's a if it's a a finish mm. of some sort, I think he, he should be mm. uh, without question. But I think, you know, decision wins, they're wins no matter what, right? Mm. But the way Dana looks at it, I think if you win, if you fin- if you win by a finish, mm. Dana will always put that, you know, it'll, it'll, it'll almost be, it's almost double as effective as a decision win. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, Cannonier, on the other hand, I think he, you know, he, he, he won his last one against Gastelum. He was sort of moving towards the end of his career. Mm. Before that, he lost to Whitaker. And he's sort of he's getting this gap in between his fights where he isn't fighting as much. I think he probably has a little bit more to prove. Yeah, I, yeah. I think Cannonier need, needs this fight to sort of help push him up, whereas Brunson I think would be looking at a number one contenders fight. I think. Yeah, yeah, I, I think I, I agree with that. And um, yeah, and, and Brunson um, choked out Till. Uh, was that his last fight or the fight before that or? Uh, last fight, yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, but Till's lost four in a row, is it or three in a row? Masvidal, uh, Brunson, um... yeah, he's, he's lost four of his last five. Darren Till, um, yeah. actually, I remember that because he was, I think, he was on uh, Ariel Hawani's show um, mm. a couple of weeks ago. And man, you know, the Brits we usually support our own heavily. You know, mm. we get fully get behind. Our own fighters fighting from Britain, but yeah, I can't, I can't stand the guy. He's so deluded. He's so deluded. He, he was on, he was on Helwani's show, and he was like, Ariel, honestly, I still see myself as the champ. I'm the people's champ. It's like you're not, <laughs> you're not. Yeah, it's not. You can't, you can't buy a win at the moment. Yeah, yeah, it's. Uh... Yeah, it's he, he came, he came in with a lot of uh, fanfare and and KO'd um, Cerrone. I think that was his. Uh... Then I think straight after that he got the fight with Woodley, which was crazy. Yeah, where he was outclassed, and then mm. he's been beaten by pretty much everybody since. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, so it's going to be um, prediction time. Canier uh, versus Brunson. I am going to go Brunson win via submission. Mm. Is that because you see? Potential weakness in Kanye or just Brunson's wrestling Brunson, and grappling? 
Brunson is far advanced in his wrestling if you look at look at it on paper. Mm. I think he's going to need a finish, and I think he'll know it. I think I think he'll know it in his head if he gets a finish. That would be pretty much a guaranteed title fight. Mm. So he's had he's had a lot of knockouts. We know it's there. I think one more good like wrestling showing and a good submission win. Mm. I think that would be the best outcome for him. Yeah, no, that's uh, that's a good. Uh... A good shot there, and uh, this may surprise you, but I think I'm going to agree with you. Uh, wow! <laughs> you can tell it's been a long time, yeah. <laughs> but uh, no, I, I think that motivation that you spoke about, because he has been there before, Brunson. You know, he was on the cusp of a title shot, and then Whitaker knocked him out, and then he sort of went downhill. But then he's, like you say, he's come back, um, and he, he seems like a, you know, he's got a family, so he's probably fairly settled so um, he's maybe not doing too many crazy things outside the uh, cage um, yes which is uh, the way to go yeah John Jones mention no <laughs> names yeah um, <laughs> so uh, yeah I think you're, you're right that, that motivation that if he can get a, a submission or a finish and then uh, you know he's four they'll jump him maybe to two or straight to one and there's not going to be many people uh going to argue with that yeah absolutely we, we know the power's there we know he's got the KO capability mm. it should be good to see one more submission finish and off he goes and for Canier if, if he wins impressively you think he may have to do one two fights more for a yeah I think so yeah a, a decision win against Castellum mm. it's, it's not it's, it doesn't really carry the weight that it used to um, so an impressive win would just I think this is more of a stepping stone for for, uh, for Jared mm. whereas um, for Brunson it's, it really is a, a last fight and then title yeah because if you, if you look at the rankings you've got obviously Adesanya at the top of the mountain then you've got Whitaker and then Vittori and then Kanier and then Brunson so if Brunson wins and let's say Whitaker loses, then Vittori is not going to fight Adesanya next, and that only really leaves Brunson. Yeah, you, you, looking looking down that list, you, you see it as a, a kind of a, it's just across the whole UFC at the moment. They've, at the moment, the UFC have got so many top elite champs, mm. and the rest, like the, the the rest below them, are just struggling to literally get up to that level. Mm. And the middleweight division, I think, is is a clear sign of that because I mean, even Gastelum is tenth. Mm. Uriah Hall, Darren Till, they're nine and eight. I mean, Darren Till's eighth, still in that rankings. I, I was going to say he's still top ten. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, how. So, yeah. And you see it, you see it throughout the UFC, just top top guys, mm. followed by everybody else that they've already beaten. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Let's uh, move on to the big boys then, um, and that's Lewis, Derek Lewis versus Tui Tuivasa, Tai Tuivasa, and um, Tuivasa is, is number eleven, and Derek Lewis is number three. But Derek has been for two title shots one against um, Daniel Cormier and then it was uh, Cyril um, but he obviously lost both so I don't think this is you know, going to be a, a stepping stone or a jump uh, sort of a leap to 
the title, but the entertainment's going to be great, I think. I, th- I, I, I love this fight. I, I do, I do love it. I, I love Tuivasa. Uh, I, I was pretty gutted for him when he, he lost three fights in the UFC on the bounce and then got cut, which I thought was pretty harsh. Mm. Uh, and they re-signed him, I think, because I think there was a, like a dropout. I think somebody dropped out of a heavyweight fight and they re-signed him to step in and he won it. Mm. Yeah, because yeah, he got cut. Then he put his fight back in the UFC with Stefan Struve, which I thought was a bit of a step up. It was like, you know, he lost against three alright guys and then Struve and they beat him just from being re-signed. So I, I love the story. I love his personality. Um, you know, he brings a bit of... Um, He's not cocky about it. He's just very down to earth. But then you've got mm. that likability about him. He's got that comeback story, which I like. Obviously, the fact that he has got that power and he'll just swing with anybody is is, is great fun. Um, against Derek Lewis, I I love the guy, and I think I think his legend status is is cemented mm. in the UFC. Losing two titles, you don't usually see a, a fighter bounce back from that. Mm. Two two title fight losses is it's tough to come back from especially at his age and he's had a lot of health issues but he's still fighting up the top there mm-hmm. and maybe he can have one more I think Nganu would destroy him at this point after the last heavyweight title fight we just saw with him and Ngan mm-hmm. so I, I think Tuvasa has more on the line here I, I think he is the up and coming guy the UFC I, I think I often say this in my predictions um, the UFC probably would want Tuivasa to win. He's the more marketable guy, I think. The younger guy, the more, he, he gets more popularity a lot quicker. Whereas Derek Lewis, I think, is a bit more popular with like the older generation of, of fan. Yeah. So I, I, I like the fight a lot, uh, and this is probably going to be my main event. This is the one I'll be looking forward to most. Mm. And I, I'm jumping ahead of the gun. It's a Tuivasa KO win. End of. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I can only think of uh, off the top of my head. So um, there may be more. I can only think of two fighters that have had three title shots and lost: Chael Sonnen, two at middleweight against Anderson Silva, and one at light heavy against um, John Jones. And the other one is going further back is a lightweight who does commentating. Uh, Kenny Florian, at, uh, I think he may have had three shots, but I'm not sure. Chell Sonnen for sure. Yeah, yeah, it's it's hard to come back from, mm. and I think Derek Lewis is 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 leaning on the. He, he's kind, Derek Lewis is very similar to how Tuivasa is now. Mm. You know, he's happy happy to swing. They're both at the very top limit of the heavyweight yeah. uh, weight, and they're just good fun. Mm. They're likable guys. You know the the, the 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 I mean I'm doing it in adverse commas, but you know the feud with Lewis and, and Cormier when he was champ was good fun. Yeah. They're always poking each other, having a laugh at each other. Mm. It Derek Lewis, you know he's got he, his his legacy is cemented. The fact yeah. that he's still there, it's almost like he's just he's just there because he's there. But he's still winning. Yeah. You know. Yeah. But I think Tuivasa. It's amazing he's only 28, but he is literally 200. Probably on on fight night he's probably 280. Yeah, a huge guy. The stamina isn't great, but he will swing until the end, and mm. you, you can't deny his uh, his entertainment factor is is top notch. Yeah, and uh, 
And we knock out Greg Hardy as well. That's uh, that's got to help. <laughs> yeah, that was uh, that was good fun, wasn't it? And. Uh, yeah, with, with these kind of fighters, you just don't imagine them sitting with a pen and paper with their coaches and going, yeah, I'm going to do this tactic or I'm going to game plan this. They just, they rather have ribs and a beer, I think. Yeah, yeah his, his, his fight camps must be the easiest thing in the world. Mm. I, I can't imagine two of us are doing much in a fight camp, to be honest. It's just getting there, keeping loose, don't get injured, and yeah. keep the keep the arms swinging. But yeah. I, lo- I love I love how game he is. Yeah. Uh, e- even when he, in UFC, in his first in UFC, when he had that little loss streak, mm. it was like every six months he was fighting. And his recent stint in the UFC again, March I think it was March 2021, win Greg Hardy a few months later, uh, mm. Saki a couple of years months later. I mean, you, you can't. There's not much to dislike about the guy. No. He's got the personality. Yeah. He's game. He'll fight anybody and anywhere, anytime. Yeah, and and like you said, Tuivasa, he he is cocky, but it it's like a soft, you know, natural, not arrogance. Um, just yeah, the way it's he is. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's it's not a, it's not a Conor McGregor level of of, yeah. of cocky. It's just it's just a very much like you know. Yeah. He he goes in and says, you know what I'm going to do. I know what you're going to do. Yeah. Let's go down, have a bit of fun, make some money, drink a bit. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. It's it's almost like a heavyweight version of Cerrone almost. <laughs> That's a good analogy, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they all drink beer, you know, he comes in, yeah. a bit you know a bit loose about his weight, but all good, you know, having some fun. And the the, the good thing, the exciting thing, like you said, for you it's the, the, the main event. Um I'm yeah, still Yeah, I'm still looking forward to Whitaker and Adesanya. But uh with Lewis and Tuivasa, one punch and then boom, the other guy's out. Yeah, it's just an, it's it's almost a guaranteed uh, wow factor in that fight, yeah. and it's just it's just it's just some fights. It's it's very much like you're not sure what's going to happen, and the, the mm. build up isn't great. But it's always fun with Tuivasa, and they always do a good video package, which is always good fun to watch. Yeah. The walkout is good fun. The yeah. fight is good fun, and then like watching his two of us celebration is always fun as well. So it's like, you know, start to finish, it's, yeah. you know, it keeps you there. I wonder if Derek, if Derek Lewis wins, and you know, like you said, the celebration on two of us is, is world famous. The shoey, the beer in a in a trainer normally, isn't it? Uh, sneaker, yeah. yeah. Wonder if Lewis could do something to top that. I don't know, beer out of a sock or something. I don't know. <laughs> beer out of a cup. Yeah, well, that's <laughs> too civilized. Yeah. That's... Yeah. Can we, can we cut that? <laughs> beer out of a Texas because he's from Texas, isn't he? The ten yeah. gallon hat. Yeah. That would be uh, apt for uh, Derek Lewis or or ribs. He likes his ribs, I believe. Yeah, I just a win for him. I, for, for the USA, I, you, you probably hope that he doesn't win. Just because, where do you go from there? I mean, you can mm. probably fight Garn, but probably. I mean, giving him another title fight at this stage—that that really would be last last chance saloon, wouldn't it? Well, yeah, the the heavyweight uh, picture is um, you've got uh, Nagano, obviously there, but he's got all these contractual wranglings and uh, you know problems. Has he gone? Has he officially gone? Hmm. Not officially, but I think he's gone. I think he's out. Oh, I, think, okay. I, I, I think there's a lot of people around him who is um, suggesting that boxing could be a real big earner for him. And I think oh, I think with Tyson, uh, Tyson Fury, yeah, 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 a lot, a lot of people, and even 
forgive me for saying his name, but e- even guys like Jake Paul and his promotion, <laughs> they're like, it, it is, it will build up in his mind. If guys in the boxing world, yeah. I mean, you can knock Jake Paul for what you want, but he has now got a legitimate um, boxing uh, promoter hmm. uh, company. Yeah. Who's obviously got Amanda Serrano in, in in their ranks now? Who's just going for another world title against Katie Taylor in a couple of months? Mm. Um, so he's now you now can sort of consider him to be in the boxing world, whether you like it or not. Yeah. All these guys are telling him, mate, you, you can earn thirty million per fight over there. Yeah. You probably you, you wouldn't you would get more recognition, I think. Especially the heavyweights in boxing is different. The lighter weights you do struggle to stand out, mm. but. At the heavyweight, it's very easy to stand out a couple of fights and you're in. You're in the big money there. Yeah. And I think you could you could easily see somebody like Ngannou against Anthony Joshua. You could easily see Ngannou against uh, Wilder. Yeah. I think that's very easy to see after sort of four or five fights. Yeah. So yeah. I, th- I think his head's going to be turned. He, 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 Ngannou's story is that he's come from nowhere. He came from... Wasn't he, was he a minor? Was he a minor in, in Africa? Uh, or Ca- Cameroon, yeah. Cameroon, yeah. yeah. So he was a minor and he worked hard. He had nothing. Mm. So I, I think the fact that he can earn the mega bucks to set him and his family up for life, mm. that that would be on his, his mind, I'm sure. It's a great back backdrop, back story, yeah. Yeah, it is. And now, now he's actually starting to, to wrestle. And, you know, he took um, Cyril Garn down a couple of times in, in the title fight. And yeah. he's... He's actually doing all right on the ground. You know, he won't set the world alight. But his his strength is we know where his strength is. It's in his hands and mm. in boxing. That's all he has to worry about. Yeah, uh, if he if he stays, then is it Jones next or uh, Stipe? If he goes, then is it uh, Jones versus Stipe for the vacant uh, heavyweight? It's quite interesting. Yeah. Yeah, and I I don't really like Jones. Uh, from his out outside of the cage antics, mm-hmm. but for me, in in the cage, he's the greatest of all time in my in my book. Yeah, purely from in cage uh, yeah, standpoint. Yeah, I agree. So I think, yeah. but even then, if you do in Garnu Jones, mm. they would probably get maybe five mil each if they're lucky. Mm. And Garnu could make four times that in boxing. Oh, it doesn't compare to boxing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, a, a big fight like that, it probably would sell. You know, a million pay per views, maybe a little bit more. The UFC are going to be earning mega bucks from that, and yeah. they're going to only put ten percent to them. So, yeah, I, I... We, we will see. I think he's off, but we, we, we will see. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, I'm going for two Ivasa as well. So uh, it it's got to be KO. <laughs> it's it does. It does. It's KO or be KO'd. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But it's just it's just such a great fight. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. They are so similar. Yeah. And, so and the build-up's going to be great. Without any animosity, they're going to be funny, original. Yeah. It's- hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. It's going to be good, good build-up. Yeah, definitely. Hey, I, I, I can't wait for the main event, but we've, we have seen it before. So this fight is my sort of my main event, just, just out of interest levels. Yeah, kind of sure. Yeah, I can understand that for sure. Okay, let's move on to the uh, um, main event and uh, Adesanya versus Whittaker 2. Um, I suppose the the question mark or the, the, the story here is, you know, Whittaker got KO'd fairly convincingly. Well, very convincingly. He was, he was flat on his back. So, uh, and uh, that was about two years ago. And he's had three fights, Whittaker, Gastelman, um, who else has he beat? Did he beat... Uh, Cannoneer on the way and yeah Whisker uh, yeah he, he, yeah Gastelum Cannoneer Till Till yeah yeah okay and so he's had three fights so he hasn't just walked back in you know one fight or two fights he's, so he's, he's sort of earned his uh, earned his corn to get back and um, what do you think that's done for Whitaker? I think it's been he's done it the correct way but the fact that he's got three decisions, they haven't been spectacular fights. I think the last one against Gaston got fight of the night. Um, that's not... You, can, you can't really say that Whitaker came out of that fight against Adesanya and was a changed fighter. I, I just don't, haven't seen anything like new from him. I didn't go, oh my God, this, this guy is now a monster. He's, been, he's got an inner demon who's been woken up. I haven't seen that from him. Adesanya is, is his division now pretty much you might as well rename the division his I mean he kind of showed that going on slight heavyweight losing against a champion who we all kind of doubted anyway mm. losing against Blakovic and then popping down and beating Vittori really easily it's just it's just his division mm. and it's just you're struggling to see where yeah, I just don't. I didn't see a demon from Whitaker, so it's kind of difficult to predict and difficult to see what else he's going to offer from this mm. this fight. Yeah, in my in, in my opinion, anyway, it's it's just not like we saw him come out and get knockouts here, submissions here, knockouts there. We just saw a, a very kind of stable, slow, not slow, mm. but just a very concrete, very standard Whitaker. Mm. Mm. Yeah, um, my take on Whitaker is I think mentally he's, he, he said he wasn't in a in a great place two years ago. Um, yeah. If you remember, he, he had a few injuries. He was supposed to fight Luke Rockhold, and then he pulled out in the last whatever few weeks. Um, yeah, and the, did, fight, the fights against Romero were pretty tough on him as well. They? Yeah, they and I think he lost. In my opinion, he lost one of them. Uh, yeah, he, he, yeah, he lost the one when Romero missed weight. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, but uh, yeah, you're right. That those were those were wars of the uh, 
of the nth degree, you know. Um, they were uh, high octane uh, battles. Um, the only thing missing with them was a short a sword and a shield. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but uh, and then yeah, so Whitaker I think is in a better place physically as he as he changed as his style changed. Pos- probably not not by like the evidence of three decisions. Um, but uh, and and also the people are pointing to uh, Blakovich who did a bit of wrestling, took him down, and you know took down Adesanya and. Didn't didn't do much ground and pound, but probably enough. Well, it was enough to win the fight and get him get him the the win. But that was light heavyweight. But the point is that Romero, Olympic uh, wrestler, freestyle silver medalist in Greece two thousand. Then you had um, Whitaker, who's uh, repre- represented Australia in the Commonwealth Games. Okay, it's not Olympics, but it, you still get fairly elite level countries there. Um, but then they couldn't uh, or didn't take him down. So Adesanya. So yeah, I, I, I think I think you're right. I think Whitaker will take. I think he should take a lot of um, pointers from the Blakovich fight because I think I think uh, Adesanya he is he is that weight. I think even on fight night, he will pretty much be around middleweight living. I think Whitaker just seems a lot bigger, bulkier, mm. more muscle mass to him. I think he'd probably be a similar weight to a light heavyweight at come fight night. I think he needs to take a lot of uh, a lot of notes from that. A hundred percent. I think Adesanya is without doubt better when he's fighting a guy on his feet, with his feet and his hands. A hundred percent. Yeah, and and I was watching the the first fight of uh, Whitaker and Adesanya, and uh, Whitaker was trying to close a gap. And obviously, everyone knows if you've got a, a highly talented elite kickboxer, um, it's hard to close that gap. Yeah, and yeah. you you don't want to be in that range where you think you're on the outside, and he just does one um, you know, side kick or question mark kick or whatever. And before you know it, you're on the floor. So he was trying to come in Whitaker, but it, it was clumsy. And in the second round, when he got finished, he was coming in and he just picked him off. So uh, how does he change that, or can he change that? I mean, that's a question as as old as time. I mean, it's <laughs> it's going to be it's going to be a tough one for him. Mm. It is going it is going to be tough. You, you've got to kind of hope that Adesanya's on a bad day. As well, just to close that gap and take it and take him down. Yeah, and the um, you know for Whitaker, if you're talking, and these especially Whitaker, he, he seems like a a fighter who who's analyzes things and and fights and style. So um, will he be more patient and say, okay, well, I'm not going to try to come in. So he'll have to stay right on the outside. So that means he won't be scoring. He'll just be, you know, out of range, out of range, out of range, and then you know come in with a jab and then out of range again. But he won't be scoring. Yeah. So he's got to prepare to lose maybe two or three rounds. Yeah, that's that's the problem. You 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 risk losing the fight mm. that way. You risk it. I mean, do 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 you take the opposite? Do you, do you just rush it? Do you mm. just rush Adesanya, really smother him and close him down so he can't utilize the kicks at, at real close range? Mm. 
it, it's tough when you've got a guy who's so good on the feet. Yeah. With with, with kicking and also with striking. You know, when he when he really gets going, he, yeah. he's he can pop in and out. You just gotta try and smother it. You just gotta try and get into the pocket with him. It it might and just try it and, and just hope. Kinda of, kinda of hope, but also defend that you don't get hit yeah. with a really clean shot. Because Adesanya is lightning quick. He is lightning quick, and you just you you've almost gotta smother it very quickly at mm. the start of the round, and then you can if you can get him down, then that 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 is smothered. Yeah, and that's taken away from the fight because you've you've got with Whitaker, you know, you've got the weight advantage, you've got mm. you've probably got the strength advantage as well mm. to, to to really to really smother him. I think that's the only real way you're going to see Alessandra not utilizing his strengths, and that's. That's the way you're going to win a fight, a title fight, anyway. Yeah, and I think uh, Blokovic had a uh, an advantage that he was six foot three, six foot four. Um, so his reach with Adesanya would have been, I think, similar. Uh, doesn't always add up that way, but I think it was similar. So Blokovic could have stayed sort of within range because he's tall enough and just you know put his jab out and then. Obviously, he would have been heavier than Adesanya. So when he got him down, he'd probably keep him down. Uh, I still can't did. believe that. I still can't believe that fight. Mm. I, I, I thought Adesanya was going to win that hands down. Yeah, and me. Yeah, I thought he just KO guaranteed. Yeah. Um, and Blokovic, on you know, on paper, is the the worst wrestler. He, he he's got no credentials to speak of. Virt- virtually no Europeans do because it's not ingrained in any system or so Romero as I said Olympic level wrestler didn't take him down and uh, Whitaker is a Commonwealth level wrestler but uh, no it's it's going to be interesting and uh, it's from your analysis you, you think Adesanya is going to do something similar again uh, I think I think he'll win I don't think it'll be a finish this time I th- I think Whitaker will make improvements I think Adesanya will go into it doing the similar similar mm. style I don't think he'll change much but Whitaker will and potentially improve so I think it'll go to a decision I think it'll probably be a decision win for Adesanya but I, I think at this point he, he is unbeaten in this in this weight class mm. so I, th- I don't think he has to overthink it he yeah. knows where he's good. He he knows what he does best. Yeah. So I think he's going to go into this and think, you know, in the in the most simplest terms, you understand. Yeah. I think he'll he'll say, I'm going to stick to what I do best. See what Whitaker comes comes up with. See if he can come up to this level. Yeah, yeah. I I'm going to go with uh, Whitaker. More on, I think he's in a he's in a better place. He's healthier. He's probably not as uh, overtrained and uh, dealing with health issues he had. I'm not sure exactly what they were, but uh, yeah, he's a bit more rested. He hasn't, yeah, he hasn't fought since uh, early 2021. Mm. I hope you're right. I do. I'd like to, I'd like to add to add that. I hope you're right. Mm. Uh, I'm not the biggest Adesanya fan just because I find that level of confidence that he has. Mm. Uh, Unbearable, but not also that. Not not just just that. He's also he's got a, a very high level of cringe to his his style. Mm. His, like, his celebrations, you know, yeah. Not even the dance moves that he has coming. Like he has dance routines coming out to the cage. Mm. I, just, I I hate that. I yeah. do hate that. 
Yeah. Like they've got it in boxing sometimes where they, I, I, I like the boxing style and I like the Bellator style of like a, a screen and some music and mm. stuff like that. I like that. But when, you, when you've got dance troops around you, mm. and I, I just concentrate on your fight. I, I know he's unbeaten at this, this weight class, right? So I get it, you mm. know? I'm, he's doing fine as he is. But just concentrate on what you're doing. Mm. Mm. So it's just a big level of cringe. So I hope you're right. I hope Whisker really shuts him up. <laughs> you don't think that will be the case, but that's fine. Um, yeah, so that's uh, the three uh, sort of... Uh, three events uh, three fights in the main event and uh, I think it'll be overall uh, you know there's a few of the fights we could have gone through uh, but time is uh, against us but you know I think there's, there's it's a very uh, stacked card and uh, it should be a good yeah. overall card I think it should be a great card I, I really think obviously Covid has massively hampered this but mm. this kind of fight should be um, down under it should be in Australia or New Zealand yeah really I mean they're both from there I, I know Adesanya is pushing this um, he nowadays more pushes his um, is it Nigerian um, heritage I think yeah he was born and he was uh, I think six or seven when he went to New Zealand yeah yeah but I, I, I th- does he come out still I think he still wears uh, New Zealand uh, colours I think I still think he he, he considers that home so it would have been nice to have seen this fight down under, but obviously we can't because they're pretty much cut off from the world because of COVID over there, aren't they? So, yeah, the restrictions are uh, makes that impossible. Yeah, massive. Yeah, yeah. But uh, no, I think uh, I think it'll be a you know a great uh, a great card. So uh, looking forward to that. Um, so we've got a few minutes left, Matt. So uh, should we just go through a bit of what's happening in the MMA world and? Uh, Absolutely. Yeah, you mentioned it earlier, um, Jake Paul. Um, what a year for him last year! Yeah, making making waves, isn't he? Making waves. I listen. You love to hate the guy, and that is that, that that's his shtick. You know, that, mm. that's what he does. Mm. He knows it. He know he knows what he's doing, mm. and it's it's like the more the more angry and irate that people get on Twitter. Mm. And the more hate that he gets in real life, that's it's just fueling what he does. Mm. Um, I, I think he he made, he took steps to try and fight an actual boxer, right? In Tommy Fury, who who pulled out mm. uh, two weeks before the fight, he took and then Woodley stepped up, which I, I believe it tanked in pay per view buys. I think it, only, it did less than a hundred thousand or whatever. Mm. Um, I, I bought both the Woodley fights and you hear people say oh the second one was rigged because Jake Paul threw a signal to, sh- to tell Woodley to go down I, I don't believe it I don't think Woodley took a dive mm-hmm. I-, I think he definitely took the fight though knowing he was probably going to lose mm-hmm. for, for the payday I'm almost certain of that I, I didn't think I didn't, I didn't think Woodley ever had a chance of, or, or expected to win it but he, he's doing his thing I, I and that's cool. Mm. What I do like about what Jake Paul is doing is the campaigning for better fighter pay. You, you can't, you just cannot argue with what he is saying. Whether you believe it's genuine or not, mm. his points that he makes about better fighter pay, especially in the MMA world, it's true. It's true. UFC fighters get such a small percentage of what the UFC make per event. And it's the fighters themselves that are selling the event, putting their 
we essentially put their lives on the line in the cage for the company, mm. for the entertainment. And they're getting, you know, after a 10 week fight camp for like half a million quid. Mm. So, the, you know, and I know that's obviously a lot better than the living wage. And that's the, uh, the other side of the argument, you know, oh, well, the norm, the average person only earns X amount a year. But these but, guys are not the average person, are they? Like you say, they're putting their, their health on the line. Yeah. They're putting their, their long term health on the line. Mm. And yeah, it, whether you believe or not that it's genuine, mm. what he says about fighter pay, it's 100% legit. And the mm. points that he makes are true. And the fact that when you look at his events, whenever his events uh, run, he always gives away half of his purse to the rest of the card. I mean... Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. yeah so for the, for the first... I'm not sure about the second Woodley card, but for mm. the first Woodley card, he gave away 50% of his purse mm. and dispute, uh, distributed it down the card, apart from Tommy Fury, who, who rejected it. But everybody else got cut at mm. Jake Paul's pay. Well. I mean... Yeah. Again, whether that's genuine or whether he's doing it for a stunt, mm. he still does it. Mm. Yeah, you love to hate him, but you need these guys. Like just like pro wrestling, you need the heels, you need the bad guys. Yeah. Otherwise, it's going to be pretty boring. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And uh, I think the the model, and I'm not an expert on UFC finances, but with with boxing traditionally you, you've got a governing body WBC WBA there's about four or five and now um, yeah and they, they they're a governing body like so they make the rules make sure they're enforced well they used to until a few years ago but that's what their remit was and then you have individual individual promoters so for years ago Frank Warren was top dog now it's Eddie Hearn um, in America you had Don King and so on and so forth and and they would do the, the job of you know UFC promotion and everything else but the promoter is essentially one man or his team but they, they when they when they buy rights with um, HBO or you know the pay-per-view they're negotiating on, on half of their client on behalf of their client which is the boxer so and the boxer that's why the boxer can earn 30 million 40 million and get you know 80 percent of that revenue whereas ufc they're a, a governing body so they sometimes enforce rules depends who you are if you're conor mcgregor probably not um they're obviously a promoter that's that's their bread and butter so that's their you know that's what they do and then they're if you look at the titles they have executive producer used to be anyway um, for Tita Dana White blah 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 so they're producing the whole thing so they it's so I think with that because I don't I'm not an expert on this but if you're a UFC fighter you I know they call them independent contractors but that's a load of crap you work for a company so when you work for a company you're not going to get you know all the money or a lot of the money when you're a self-employed business owner which is what boxers are in, in one sense you keep that's why you can keep most of the money yeah uh, yeah i think you've summed up perfectly there the, the the ufc treat their fighters as you know pretty much employees so all the money from every outsource goes into the ufc then the ufc have an agreed amount with the fighter and that's how much they get paid and i think they get like i think it's five percent depending and you can as a fighter you can negotiate that percentage up with the ufc so you get a percentage of the gain and the pay-per-views paid. Mm. But like boxing, it is, it's completely different. It's almost like, 
you are self-employed. You mm. go to one promoter if they don't pay, if they want to pay you enough. You go, okay, great. Well, I I bet on myself. I think I'm worth more, mm. so I'm going to go and negotiate with other people and get a bigger cut. Yeah. And it's just a completely different uh, business model. Yeah. So I it so I I and that's what I think that's Dana White's argument back to Jake Paul. Mm. It's well, this is the way we do it. We are employee. We are an employer. Mm. Our fighters are employees. And I think a lot of other MMA organizations think Bellator is probably very similar, even though their fighters are allowed to go off and fight elsewhere. Um, it, it's difficult, but I think there definitely is a compromise for sure. But I think you've got guys like Conor McGregor, who in his contract, I'm pretty sure he earns about 50% of the pay-per-views. Yeah. So, and, but, yeah. you know, I think um, Ngannou, I think I think I saw reports that he has like 5%. Mm. So, my, so I'm thinking to myself, is that, is that the fault of the UFC mm. or is that the fault of Nganu and his agent for not negotiating better? I, you know, we yeah. don't know. We don't, we don't, honestly, we don't know 100% what goes on behind closed doors. No. But I think Jake Paul is pulling it out into a mainstream topic now. It is a yeah. mainstream topic of do the UFC fighters, are they employees? Do they deserve more? Do they not? Etc. But at the end of the day, I think Dana White will just win. He'll get, he'll get his way. Yeah, and even though it might may have sounded like I've put up a you know like a defence for UFC, which it wasn't. I'm just trying to see what the clear the clear route is. But can the UFC pay the fighters more? Of course they can. You know, when they make sixty million, hundred million out of a, um, a pay per view, a good one, you know, million seven hundred thousand buys or whatever. Of course they can pay more than six million. They could pay ten, fifteen, easy. Yeah, easily, because you, you, you've got the uh, arena sales, of mm. course, and then obviously the pay-per-view on top, and you've got broadcasting deals and sponsorship yeah. deals on top of that. And pay-per-view and, now is virtually global, because we have it in the UK, BT Sport. I think uh, other countries have a pay-per-view, not for every fight, but for certain big fights. Yeah, and, and m- m- most of it in the USA, I think, I think in the USA, every event is... Every pay-per-view. main event is a... The numbered yeah, UFC is pay per view. Yeah. yeah. So you, UK, you would have to pay twelve a year. Is it seventy dollars, eighty dollars, or that? Yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot of money in mm. the US, and that, I think that's why a lot of them do complain. Mm. In the UK, we've got quite an easy deal, really. And um, obviously, you've got to get BT Sport as a monthly membership. Yeah. But I think you can get BT Sport uh, for like fifteen quid a month sometimes. Mm. BT Sport, have, they've got like a, a deal with uh, the mobile network EE. Mm-hmm. So you can get it free for six months, um, and yeah, lo- loads of companies offer it for free. It's like <laughs> if you, if you look around, you can pretty much get BT Sport for free for an, for a good amount of time. So yeah. we've got it quite easy over here. And like even I, I don't know how it works, but um, so I bought I I did buy the two Jake Paul uh, fight skins Woodley, um, and it was like thirteen quid. Wow. <laughs> Over in America, it was like $60, $70. Yeah. Which is just ridiculous. I don't know, I don't know why we get it so cheap. Yeah. But I'm not going to complain. No. <laughs> right. That brings us to the, uh, to the end of the, the podcast. And um, just to let people know that they can contact the show at the MMA show 7 at gmail.com. The MMA show 7 at gmail.com. Uh, Let's Talk MMA is the Facebook and uh, at MMA Shower is the uh, Twitter handle. Uh, Matt, you've got anything happening with Purely MMA or are you going to any live events or this year? Of course, UFC London's coming up uh, and we spoke it, spoke about it briefly off, off air, but 
the main event is it's a lot of money for the event for the tickets. You know, they're current they're currently like two hundred, three hundred quid. The main event isn't setting the world alight. But I may, if I see a decent deal somewhere, I may try and go just to see a UFC event in UK. Maybe uh, I've just done Bellator London in uh, October of last year. MVP has got another fight coming up in Bellator, um, so I, I, I missed a pre-sale, but I'm going to look at tickets for that. So hopefully, go to the next Bellator event at the SSC at Wem- uh, Wembley. Uh, and yeah, always uh, always look on the outlook for for MMA events. Always look to go to live, especially now COVID is uh, we're moving through it. Uh, so join us at Purely MMA on Twitter, and uh, I'm always live tweeting as well. For, for my sins, I'm always up at 3 a.m. live tweeting UFC events that come along for for good friendly discussion on MMA. And you may do a, like a live coverage from Twitter in one of the main, one of the big events or? Yeah, I'm, I think it's called Spaces, Twitter Spaces. Mm. Um, I, I'm, I'm seeing them pop up everywhere at the moment. Like mm. whenever I'm watching UFC and I watch wrestling as well, WWE, mm. the amount of pages setting up this Twitter space where it's where people can just join on their phones and talk uh, you can, you know, you, you allow them to speak, and mm. it's basically like it's basically like live podcasts popping up everywhere. I love it. I often pop in and listen to to it while UFC's going on and stuff. So yeah, go, give us a follow on Twitter, and we'll uh, we'll be setting them up, and maybe yeah. you can talk to me and G live. Yeah, sounds good. Sounds uh, it's good to see you getting back to live events, and uh, hopefully you can get to a a UFC one this year, and uh, we can uh, do something, uh, do some coverage over that. Yeah, if, if I can find a decent price seat or something, but mm. I just yeah, I really wanted like a special. I, I, we were all expecting like a Leon Edwards level main event. Yeah, and that I would I would move heaven and earth to go to. Yeah, but it's just yeah, the current main event just isn't isn't setting the world alight. But we'll we'll see we'll see about the other fights. If it's like a really good main card, it, it might uh, become more worth the money. Yeah, say. yeah, absolutely. So this has been the MMA Shower, sponsored by Hatton James Legal. That's MMA Shower, sponsored by HattonJamesLegal.co.uk. Um, the podcast will appear on uh, different platforms, but SR, SRB Media, SRB Media, is is one of the main platforms, and uh, it's also available on YouTube. So thank you for uh, listening and. Uh, Keep your emails coming in and any suggestions. It's always welcome. And uh, so good evening, good morning, good afternoon, wherever you may be. And uh, hope you're uh, having a good day. And uh, thank you very much. Bye. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most. But if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. 
ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.